there was a segment of librarians who had not offered Black History Month programming because they weren't sure how to do it and they didn't want to get it wrong. We decided to do a beta toolkit for Black History Month programming in public libraries for beginners. And we're developing it so that we can give beginners confidence and just fundamental know-how about how to do a basic Black History Month program. Hello and welcome to FYI, the Public Libraries Podcast. I'm Kathleen Hughes with the Public Library Association. Today, we'll be talking about a study that focuses on Black History Month programming in public libraries. IMLS, the Institute for Museum and Library Services, has awarded the University of Michigan Institute for Social Research in partnership with the Black Caucus of the ALA and the Public Library Association an Applied Research Grant. The Applied Research Grant builds upon the 2020 IMLS-funded planning grant that was awarded to the BCALA for a taxonomy of Black History Month programming in public libraries, which examined at a high overview level the types, focus, content, and scope of programming. Our guests today, Dr. Deborah Robinson and Dr. Grace Jackson-Brown, will share details about their work on the Applied Research Grant. I'm Dr. Deborah Robinson. I'm a research investigator at the Institute for Social Research at the University of Michigan. I'm the principal investigator on this Applied Research IMLS grant. I am Dr. Grace Jackson-Brown. And I am a librarian with uh, Missouri State University in the Research and Instruction Unit. So I do information literacy instruction here with Missouri State University, but I'm also chairperson of a community-wide African-American read-in, which is a partnership with the National Council of Teachers of English. And so I've been involved in collaboration with public libraries, school libraries to do programming, mainly during Black History Month. And so it's just a continuation of my love of programming. When I found out about this IMLS research study that was going to look at Black History Month programming in public libraries, I just jumped at the opportunity to get involved. Dr. Robinson and Dr. Jackson Brown, welcome and thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Before we delve into the research project, can you share some background on the history of Black History Month? Black History Month was founded almost 100 years ago uh, in 1926 by Dr. Carter G. Woodson. He was a historian and he had a vision to increase knowledge about the achievements of African Americans. And he was especially interested in promoting the education of Black history to youth, to uh, students in public schools. And so he really had this vision and he made it his lifelong mission. It caught on in 1986. It's been celebrated across the country and not only public libraries, but in, in many other civic and cultural centers all across the country. The research project that you are currently working on had its roots in an initial study conducted by the BCALA called A Taxonomy of Black History Month Programming in Public Libraries. What were some of the findings from that project that stood out to you? This is Deborah. That initial project was a planning grant because we knew we always wanted to do a national survey, but since it had never been done before on Black History Month programming in public libraries, we needed to do some initial work to see how methodologically we could actually do the survey and to test some of the questions. I think some of the findings for me that stood out most Public libraries were doing some type of Black History Month programming, and we found 
that 22% did not. But I, I should say with all these findings, it was based on a convenient sample. So we don't know if that's the actual percentage, but that was one of the findings. Also that a very large percentage of libraries had not heard of ASALA, Association for the Study of African-American Life and History, and the fact that they identify a theme for each Black History Month. The other thing, we created this taxonomy of Black History Month programming, and it was pretty much the type of programming that librarians do for any other event, any other month commemoration. But what made a difference was the the content of that type of programming. But I think this was one of the first to even try to categorize in a taxonomy the type of programming done in public libraries. And this is Grace. The initial study benefited from the public programming office of the ALA because they had looked at programming that was being conducted in all types of libraries, academic, public, and school. So our study was a particular look at the cultural programming of Black History Month programming, which has, as I said, a long history. And so we think we can contribute to an understanding of how cultural programming is done in public libraries across the board. Let's talk about the partners involved in the project with you and how the partnerships are influencing the project's development. The first grant was a partnership between BCLA and University of Michigan. I've been a longtime member of BCLA and I became the project director. The second grant was more involvement of a collaboration between BCLA, PLA, and University of Michigan. So it's a three-way partnership. The ALA, through the Public Programming Office and other offices, were involved both in the planning grant and in the current grant. The Black History Month Programming and Public Libraries Project received a grant from the Institute for Museum and Library Services. Can you outline the specific goals and objectives of this research and how the grant will facilitate its implementation? The grant will allow us to operationalize previously identified core library programming competencies, specifically interpersonal skills, knowledge of the community, and one that wasn't identified previously that's important is um, cultural humility, to explore the current state of Black History Month programming with a nationally representative sample of public libraries, build a model of Black History Month programming, create a Black History Month programming index, and a toolkit for staff at public libraries. We're just doing a beta toolkit this time with the uh, applied research grant that we were awarded from IMLS. During the planning grant, we were struck by the reoccurring expression by public librarians during focus groups. There was a segment of librarians who had not offered Black History Month programming because they weren't sure how to do it and they didn't want to get it wrong. We decided to do a beta toolkit for beginners of Black History Month programming. That's what it's going to be called. A toolkit for Black History Month programming in public libraries for beginners. And we're developing it so that we can give beginners, newcomers, confidence and just fundamental know-how about how to do a basic Black History Month program. We will know from one of our pilots, they'll be given the beta toolkit. And so we'll have actual information from them, results when they try out our toolkit, how effective it was for them. I was just going to say, I think that will be such a helpful tool for libraries across the country. When are you expecting it to be available? 
We are going to uh, introduce it in August of 2024 so that they can try it out for a program in February 2025. This toolkit will be for those who have not done Black History Month programming. But we felt that for those doing Black History Month programming, there's need for a, a, a very different kind of toolkit. So we're actually hoping for a third IMLS grant, which would be an implementation grant that we can identify models uh, and best practices of a Black History Month programming, and then to develop a second toolkit for people who are actually doing Black History Month programming, but maybe how they could step it up a little bit. So what is happening right now with the grant? We are doing two pilots to actually psychometrically develop the knowledge of the community scale. Although the NILPPA identified these nine programming competencies, they didn't have a a way of measuring. So we felt the interpersonal skills competency, we would be able to find a scale that's already been developed and use that. What we're finding is that, well, they weren't developed on librarians, so we are just reassessing to make sure the scale that we use will work for librarians. But for the knowledge of the community scale, we're actually developing that. And that will take a two-step process with the thus two pilots. The cultural humility, there have been a number of scales developed on cultural humility, but again, not with librarians. So we're also testing those items in pilot one and pilot two to make sure that they are scientifically sound. I would say to your listeners, if you get an invitation from the University of Michigan, and I think it's under my name, please respond. A major challenge that we've had is that we're using the IMLS Public Library Survey data set And they have the name of the library, the address, the telephone number, but they don't have like the director or manager's name, email address. They don't have the name and email address of the person actually doing Black History Month programming. If the library is doing Black History Month programming, we want the person that has the major responsibility for the development of the programming to answer the survey. If people are not doing Black History Month programming, which is fine and very important for us to know, we want the director or manager of the branch to complete the survey. So we're in the middle of pilot one. Pilot two then will launch approximately March 2024. And then the national survey would launch in the summer Before I ask the next question, I just want to remind all of our listeners that registration is open for the PLA 2024 conference, which will take place in Columbus, Ohio, April 3rd through 5th. The deadline to get the early bird discount is January 12th. Get more information and register at placonference.org. The preliminary findings of the research highlighted barriers to the implementation of Black History Month programming. Can you elaborate on some of these barriers and share potential solutions that libraries can implement to improve their programming effort? We created a taxonomy, so we do have some idea based on the volunteer response about what types, what's the scope, the content, frequency of the Black History Month programming. 
we have a general idea, but again, the, the National Scientific Survey will confirm that result. But we also want to test out these nine competencies that the Office of Public Programming created through ALA. They did a study, and so they have the nine competencies. We're going to be looking at one of them, knowledge of community. That's why we're doing a pilot about that. The second one is the cultural humility characteristic, which wasn't part of that public programming office survey. We added that one, but we're going to do the pilot surveys to test scales that we're actually creating on knowledge of community and uh, cultural humility as it applies to public librarians who do Black History Month programming. It's not really a preliminary finding, but the first grant gave us some basis to do the applied research so we can find out these individual characteristics of librarians, how do they affect or correlated with types of Black History Month programming. In developing a model for Black History Month programming, what service area, library, organizational, and individual librarian factors are being considered, and how do you envision these factors influencing the programming landscape in public libraries? We're looking at service area factors such as region, urbanicity, percent African-American or Black population in the service area, socioeconomic status, etc., as service area factors that may influence Black History Month programming. But we also know that basic library organizational factors such as budget, staffing, the total number of library programs they do as a whole, the presence of an African-American librarian or staff, we know that also impacts Black History Month programming in public libraries. But we also wanted to test certain individual librarian factors. And these are the three competencies that we've mentioned. Interpersonal skills, knowledge of the community, and cultural humility. How do they influence and help predict whether there's Black History Month programming at a particular library? Yes, no. And the complexity of that program. There are some libraries that don't do any Black History Month programming. There are some libraries that do a display. Many people would say, well, that's not really programming, but that's what they do. Some libraries will have one speaker, and that is their Black History Month programming. But some libraries will do N different programs during Black History Month for children, for young adults, for adults on different days of the week to help people possibly attend these programs. So in addition to just finding out whether people do Black History Month programming, yes, no, we are developing this Black History Month programming index to kind of get at that complexity. Reflecting on the current state of the United States and the projected demographic shifts, why do you believe it's crucial to continue learning about and recognizing the history and contribution of all Americans, particularly during Black History Month? It's important that we learn all these different ethnic cultural histories and our study of Black History Month programming will be like a, a start to look at the kinds of cultural programming that public libraries are offering. And it's very important that public libraries take a lead in continuing to do cultural programming, such as Black History Month programming. We hope this study will help improve the ability because we'll look at all the different factors, organizational service, individual competencies, and we just want to be uh positive force with some concrete research behind it. This project definitely is and will be a boon to libraries trying to improve their uh, Black History Month activities. Throughout our research, we've been working with the Association for the Study of African American Life and History. That's a national organization, and they create a theme every year. 
the theme for 2024, which is African-Americans and the arts. So that includes all kinds of arts, performing arts, visual arts. So it's a theme that they can learn more about if they go to the Asala website. And actually, Asala also does workshops for public schools every year. Definitely a very good way to learn about Black History Month programming. We've talked with Asala about maybe some special trainings for librarians, either for librarians to be able to join the trainings that take place before their annual conference or kind of as a separate thing. In addition to the theme, they have resources for that theme that can be used. And so it's asalh.org. So what's next for the project? 600 libraries were selected that represent libraries across the country. If your library was selected, please respond. Your input is so important and we want your voice heard. You have a chance to really influence the creation of this knowledge of the community scale. We will be presenting at LibLearnX in January. Can libraries also volunteer to be part of the study? A number of people were very excited about the study and they said, yes, we want to be a part of it. And I had to unfortunately send a bad news, good news email. No, you can't be a part of this pilot. But the good news is that your library could come into the sample for the second pilot or for the national study. Any thoughts or tips you would like to share for libraries looking to improve their Black History Month programming? I would say first, go to Asala and consider using the theme. Because one, you could have resources, but then you're part of the flow and the impetus of Black History Month programming. Check our website as we have some resources there and the information about the findings from our planning grant. And as we get more information, we'll be posting it. This is phase two, we're calling it. So we'll be posting it on our website. And once again, everyone, please... If your library does receive a pilot survey or the national survey, please do respond, even if you are not actually doing Black History Month programming right now, because we need all of those responses so we can look across the board. What are the factors affecting whether programming is done, level of complexity of it? So we're looking at organization, the service, and the individual factors of Black History Month programming in public libraries. Thank you both for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. That was Dr. Deborah Robinson and Dr. Grace Jackson-Brown talking about their project, Developing a Model of Black History Month Programming in Public Libraries. Thank you for listening.